You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. In this episode of Did You Hear? We demystify the difference between all the jobs at the library. We've gathered quite a few of our team to chat about what it's like to be a page, a clerk, or an information services specialist. First, though, it's your weekly word. Lackadaisical. Lacking enthusiasm and determination. Carelessly lazy. Hi there. Welcome to the Did You Hear podcast. I'm Dave Carson, and I'm joined by my co-host. Melissa Horak Hearn. How you doing, my homie? I'm doing all right. I'm Uh, I'm very excited because today we have a very unique topic. Do you know what it is? I do know what it is. Do we want to tell the people? Yeah, let's do. Go ahead. Today, we're going to be talking about all the different kinds of work you do in the library. When people walk in, they usually think, oh, look, there's a bunch of librarians walking around. But you know what? That's not what we're all called, and that's not our tasks. Right. So when you walk through the door as a patron and you come into the lobby, you see a lot of different people working for the library. And I think the assumption is that they're all librarians. Mm -hmm. They are not. Nope. No. And so we actually put out on Facebook, what are some of the things that you would like to know about the library that we, that you consider uh, inside stories? And this was one of the number one questions people had. They said, what is the difference between a librarian and all those other folks that are doing things at the library? So, to do that, we brought in an all-star panel. We sure did. Let's begin with introduction. So let's go around the table and please introduce yourself, where, which branch you work at, and what position you hold, and any positions you've held in the past. So let's start with you, Bet. I'm Bet, and I work at Monticello. Uh, I'm currently an information specialist, but I started as a page and then also worked as a clerk. Very good. My name is Courtney, and I'm an information specialist at Antioch. Um, I have also worked as a page and a clerk. Very good. Welcome. My name's Scott. I'm an information specialist at the Central Resource Library, and I also started as a page, then became a clerk, and now I am where I am now. Which is an information specialist. Okay. Welcome, Scott. Thank you. And I'm Kristen. I'm an information specialist at the Central Resource Library, and before that, I was a page at Antioch. Okay, well, welcome to you all. So let's throw the question out there. What the heck do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Should we start with the page? What what does a page do at the library? What, What does that involve? I feel like they're the people that actually get the materials out to the public Mm -hmm. and make sure that they stay in a good easy to access order. Yeah, so patrons don't reshelve the books when they bring them back. They come in in a pile and it's pages and clerks that are responsible for taking that chaos and getting it into back in order on the shelves. So if I walk in the library, which, what would I be seeing? Uh, how, how would I identify a page? What are they doing? Besides singing the alphabet song over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over. <laughs> Usually you'd see a page near a cart full of books, 
um, shelving or organizing in the in the stacks. Okay. And so a clerk is different than a page, right? Yes. <laughs> what does um, a clerk do? A lot of the time, uh, as a clerk is spent checking the materials back in when they come in. Um, there's also they're also responsible for kind of managing um, the holds as they come in from other libraries and um, account questions. So if you've got mm -hmm. some fines you want to ask about, you'll be asking a clerk. So pages and clerks pretty much focus on materials handling and making sure that they come back and get back on the shelves and go home with people. Does that about sum it up? You're getting all the things where they're supposed to be. Hmm. Yeah, I've noticed that our shelves are always in really surprisingly good order considering yeah. how many people are in in a day. How do pages take care of that? They have to do shelf reading. What's uh, shelf reading? Where you actually go to a shelf and read down uh, the line to make sure that it's in alphabetical order or numerical order depending on what section you're in. It's a pretty valuable task. Yeah, for sure. Well, so uh, let's let's continue, and we'll we'll get more deep into what each of these positions are. But we're doing the the big overview right now. So, mm. an information specialist. Then, what are the duties of someone that is in that position? Um, some overlap. So I think everybody's kind of responsible for the building and making sure things are orderly and everything. If you come in and you meet an information specialist, it's usually because they're at a service point. They're at a desk and they're there to answer your questions and the, they'll answer any question, but the focus is more on some of the um, book recommendations or how to find things or reference question, the, the kind of the, the more puzzling things. Um, they're there to help you find resources and connect you with answers to your questions. Okay. So it sounds like if you know what you're looking for, you're going to want a clerk to help you to check it out. But if you aren't sure and you need a little help, you want to find an info specialist? I think everybody will help you. And the nice thing is everybody points you back and forth or passes you along to the right person. So if you see someone who works at the library, you can go to them with whatever your question is, and they'll get you to your answer or to the next person who can get you to your answer. No. We're a helpful place. We've <laughs> 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 got a helpful smile in every aisle. No, oh, that's no. not. That's, is that copyrighted? No. That's not. You're going to get sued. Get sued. <laughs> what, do, what do we have in every, <laughs> every <Books>. row of... <laughs> We've got your back in every stack. <laughs> oh! That should be our new tagline. Can we get yeah. that on the t-shirt? JCO. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is the most people we've ever had. Uh, we've tried to record uh, at one time. So uh, hopefully this will all turn out. Um, <laughs> Wait, was I supposed to raise my hand? <laughs> no, but we're, we're so excited to have you all here because um, I... What did you think when we brought this up as a topic that our patrons want to know the difference between these positions? Why do you think it's important to know the difference? Why do you think they want to know? My first thought was sort of along the line of what Kristen just said, which is that if you come into a library, you can ask anybody mm -hmm. and, you know, they will help you. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I think that it's nice to sort of understand all of the different moving pieces that are involved in the library and the different jobs that are performed, you know, beyond just the ones that you see when you come into the library and check out a book or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think what what is fascinating is is some folks that have started out as pages, where they've gone in this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my colleagues on the web team uh, is now in uh, collection development. She began as a page. Mm-hmm. I think that's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. It's a really good way to start and get to know the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started out as a clerk, mm-hmm. and now I'm I'm responsible for civic engagement content and programming for the system. Mm-hmm. But I would have no idea how a library really works if I had just jumped into that position. Mm. I think that the the skills and the the service that I learned as a clerk was fundamental to everything else I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, I think people always talk about page. If you want to know where something is in the building, ask a page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because with all the shelving, they're constantly looking at mm-hmm. it. And I know when I was a page, I didn't even necessarily remember an author but I knew which shelf it was on and like about where it was. And so I could always be like, oh, just come down here, shelf number three, halfway yeah. down, mm. second row, and we're good. That's like magic. But then so, I forgot when I wasn't a page. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So it, it takes a village to raise a child. And so I guess it takes a whole lot of different types of folks doing different jobs to help to raise a patron, <laughs> to help a patron <laughs> and, and uh, get them what they need. I, it's it's interesting. It's it is, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sure that that's probably true of of any business or corporation. That you know, there's so many different uh, positions and moving parts, and they all work in harmony, hopefully, mm-hmm. so that you're successful. And that's probably why we're successful. I think our patrons are pretty happy with our service. Mm-hmm. Um, so, think back to the time that you were a page or a clerk or even now in your position as an information services uh, info uh, specialist info specialist yes. mm-hmm. uh, what, what are some of the interesting um, problems that you've had to solve or, or you know more interesting things that you've encountered with our patrons the first one that comes to mind is the I need to find that book but I don't know what book it is I don't okay. know the title, I don't know the author. That comes up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. My most recent one was somebody who said, there's a new book that I need to find, and it has water in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and we started from there, and we did eventually figure out what book it was. So there are things like that. Was it the Donna Ossie one? No, that was my first guess. Oh. <laughs> I have to say that that is one of my favorite tasks to have to tackle because the sense of accomplishment when you finally find it is (laughs) so thorough. Yeah, it's kind of like a riddle, kind of like being a detective. detective. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, it's interesting. I I see those emails come around once in a while. That's kind of a good uh, behind the scenes glimpse that, you know, when a patron comes in and they, they need to know what they're looking for a title. Um, it may get emailed to a lot of different librarians or clerks or pages. I mean, the entire organization to, you know, uh, source use that uh, mass brain power resource. Yeah, no one person can know every 
every book that we have. Yeah, and I think that we use each other as resources more than almost any anything that we've got online or anything like that. So uh, what else? Uh, any anything? What what are your good stories of working out there on the floor? I'm back here in the web content area all the time, and we look around the room. There are no windows, so yeah, it's, it's either making the podcast, making some videos, or or uh, the constant grind of maintaining the website. Well, feel free to come out and just stand at a desk for a little while you, if you want. You know, it's it's interesting. <laughs> when I first started. Um, for my first year, um, one day out of every week, I worked the Lackman branch. Mm. And uh, after that, uh, we had regular shifts at different branches. And then um, we would fill in here or there mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Uh, so I have worked a number of desks, <laughs> um, but uh, lately not so much. Is it best for us to keep you cooped up back here? <laughs> Yeah, what did you do, Dave? Protect our population. Let's, let's make sure that everyone knows. I was not banned. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it is interesting. Um, from, from my limited, and I say limited compared to all of your experience, um, there's a variety of folks that come in mm -hmm. and on a variety of needs. Um, so what, what are some of the different needs you know what 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 do people come in looking for like take it take us through even today what what have your encounters been like my branch is currently closed <laughs> <laughs> i do a lot of help with technology a lot of time spent helping people with documents or job searching or learning how to interact with um, new devices or websites or how to navigate unfamiliar technology we do a lot of that yeah, one of my favorite kinds of interactions happens through our What the Tech program, which started at Antioch, and it is a program through which you can make a half-hour uh, appointment with a library staff member, typically an information specialist, um, to kind of help answer your tech questions. And a lot of the people who come in and ask tech questions just really appreciate having that sort of a resource where it's you know sort of open-ended help where they can ask anything and not feel stupid for doing so hmm. and you know have somebody patient to guide them through it yeah. uh, you know so there's a, a lot of appreciation that we get back from that that is very satisfying well I think that's that's interesting because if you kind of compare and contrast a librarian or whatever positions we're talking about today mm -hmm. with someone in that same position say even 10 years ago mm -hmm. it's changed quite a bit right yeah absolutely yes. Yeah, if you talk to people who've been here a really long time, their job has changed dramatically because they used to have a lot of research databases. If you needed to look up something, you had to physically go to that reference material, that book or whatever else like that, and find it in print. And now, of course, we do a huge amount with the internet. And we've had to learn that just kind of alongside as the public has had to learn that. But it has changed the job for sure. Well, and it's interesting when you, like, I remember I had a patron come in and he was going to be moving to Oregon and he was like, I know there's a lot of uh, microclimates there, so I want to pick the best one for me. <laughs> and I was like, great, okay. And I'm trying to think of a book we would have that would be up to date with 
Oregon's microclimates in the library. And I'm like, that's a great question, but I think we could probably Google it. He was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) And so he just came around the desk and I looked it up and was able to find uh, a couple websites and I wrote them down for him. And he was like, oh man. (laughs) But it was just that the difference of thinking, oh, I need to find a book for that and realizing that's not always the best well and even if he had googled it himself you've been taught how to discern what a good quality website is you know how to find and how to pinpoint good quality sources that have honest information and so even if a patron could just google it it doesn't necessarily mean that they would know what to trust yeah and that's part of what we're doing is trying to help other people gain those skills and get confident doing that on their own. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think that people realize how much teaching hmm. is a part of working in a library. That, that's interesting. So do you think many people have, uh, before they became a librarian, started off maybe testing the waters of being a, a classroom teacher? I know there are some. Yeah, I know that quite a few of our Um, youth info specialists started out as either teachers or as school librarians Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and came to the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to begin with that uh, natural curiosity first, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's there's a stereotype that people just automatically assume that if you're a librarian, oh, well, you love to read books. Hmm. Is that true of every librarian? When was the last time any of you got to sit down and actually read a book? (laughs) Today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not while I I know that I have to schedule time (laughs) to sit down and read. I think most people who work at a library, that's a part of what they love. But I don't know that it's... I don't think it's necessarily that image of, like, the quiet person who reads books as their primary pastime. I think that's unusual. But I think most of us have some genre or type of fiction or entertainment or something like that that we're, we love and are excited about. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you hit on it, though, Dave. It's that incurable curiosity and that desire to, to share that curiosity with our right. patrons. Yeah. I, I, I always love the, the phrase, uh, lifelong learner. And so, you know, we, we get people that are in school and you know, they're traditional learners and they need help with homework or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, the the rest of us, they're out of school. Hopefully you keep learning because if you're not moving forward, mm-hmm. um, you know, life can pass you by. And yeah. I mean, kind of how we just illustrated that the, just the job of being a librarian has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where, where do you think the future is for all these different positions in the library? Robots. <laughs> no, I, you know, uh, let me give some context that, you know, some, some people say that uh, libraries are irrelevant and that mm-hmm. we don't need them any longer. Yet every weekend when I drive past the Central Resource Library, every car, every parking spot is full. Mm-hmm. Why do they love our parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know at Monticello, a lot of times, especially on Sundays for some reason, we will be packed, and yet not many things were checked out. Yeah. 
but we have a lot of study rooms. People love mm -hmm. the study rooms. We have a lot of places even just to sit. And people will just be either working on stuff uh, quietly or working in teams with people. But it's that public space yes. that is the attraction. And like, I don't know if it's just, it's a safe space. Mm -hmm. um, it's a welcoming space, but people love just being there, whether theirs. they're checking out stuff or not. Yeah, it's their community space and mm -hmm. there are community events and conversations and if there's a current event or something like that going on. This is where you can find out about how, and talk to your neighbors or other people about it. I think that's a big part of it. Otherwise, everyone is so busy and they'll be running from work to school and errands and everything like that. And this is one of those spots in your community where you can learn something new or gain a skill or achieve your goals. Yeah. Yeah, going to the library and learning something is a valid excuse for having downtime, <laughs> I think. It's well, one of the last places you can go without the expectation of spending money. That's mm -hmm. true. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, there are very few and that's public spaces anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting a few years ago when we did the central building upgrade. Um, we surveyed the community. We hosted several events to find out what they wanted. We did the same thing for um, the opening of Monticello and for the Lenexa Library. We really wanted to listen to the community and figure out what their needs are and what their wants are. Mm -hmm. And overwhelmingly, um, what you see in Central and Lenexa and Monticello is what I think the future of the library is. People wanted places where they could meet, so we have everything from study rooms to conference rooms to meeting rooms. Mm -hmm. And so you can accom uh, accommodate various size groups, and so that was very important. Um, you know, another need was technology which may surprise folks, because I think there's some folks that think that everyone has a smartphone and a computer at home or a laptop or tablet. Not necessarily the case. And even if they do have those devices, they don't necessarily have access to the internet for free. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you, you mentioned just uh, being able to come to a library to hang out. And, and so that was one of the things that was very intentional in the redesign of our buildings is to provide comfortable seating in areas where you can just you can just be. Mm -hmm. And be for free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? um, so, you know, uh, you can use free Wi-Fi and um, sit, and or you can read a book. Um, it's a great place to meet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we should go around the table and each of us say what what we liked best about each of the positions that we've had or what you think was most interesting about each of the positions you've had or, you know what made you want to stay here yeah that's great that when when did you start here uh i think it was two years ago yeah yeah wow so as a page i loved just seeing all of the material my to read list <laughs> and to watch list grew exponentially <laughs> so it was a good and a bad um, but all the stuff that I just because you, you can stumble across stuff rather yes. than yeah. just be the newest or the thing everyone's talking about totally. um, and just like we've been talking about that 
people will ask you questions, so you're in the stack. So I actually got more mm -hmm. questions and more patron interaction mm -hmm. a lot of times than when I was a clerk. Mm -hmm. um, as a clerk, the clerk teams are just great. Like, clerk camaraderie is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you were talking about, Melissa, it's just that sense of really getting to understand how everything works, because mm -hmm. they often bridge between a lot of the different positions. Um, and so I felt like I really got a great handle on what the, the underpinnings of everything was. Interesting. Um, but as an information specialist, I was very excited again to be able to have more time to work with patrons yeah. and answer those long questions <laughs> and go on the deep searches of that one book that has water in the title. Um, so. What about you, Courtney? My favorite position actually is Paige. Oh, really? Um, yes. I, mean, I love my job right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my brain just really likes that, like, regimented, orderly work. Mm -hmm. And I find it very meditative mm -hmm. and yeah. zen to just, like, put everything in order where it's supposed to go. Um, I think that's fairly common among librarians generally. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, really like it. Um, it also did help with, you know, the, the to-read list, uh, finding new things that I would not have ever found otherwise because of all of the time spent you know just interacting with the materials so I love that that job um, being a clerk is it's sort of an interesting kind of like a pivot point mm -hmm. in, in the library because you s do sort of connect all of the different um, departments and you get to see like all of the materials that come in for any reason um, so that that was fascinating as well mm -hmm. but, um, well I, I'm, I'm curious about the the zen of <laughs> shelving books. Mm -hmm. and so do you find it's a sharp contrast? So when you work the information services desk, um, do you feel like you, I mean, you have to always be on? Yeah, there's no zen. There's no zen. <laughs> there can, can be zen, but it's, it is different because... Um, you know, when, you, when you're a page and you're shelving, people do frequently come ask you questions, and that's, sure. that's a nice interaction to have. Um, but it's sort of the exception, whereas when you're sitting at a desk with a big sign that says questions in front of it, right. people are going to come ask you questions. Um, but I, I love interacting with, with people, so, you know, it's... I like the zen, oh, but it's sure. two sides of, of a great coin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no sense of completion, though, really like if you're if you're shelving a cart of books you can look at that cart and think to yourself i completed that right you know mm -hmm. because of me that entire cart has been empty and those materials are out there for the world to love and i know that as a librarian i don't always get that sense of completion because there's another project that is midstream mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I miss having that, I did that today, something that like concrete mm -hmm. that you can point to. There's a lot of precision with being a page and yes. the materials. Like There is one exact spot in the library where that particular book should be. And, and that's different than the kinds of answers we spend more time on in information services, where there can be a range of answers and a range of quality of answers and um, just figuring out what the question really is can be harder than where that that item is. And I, I loved being a page too. I loved the sense of um, 
learned that was when I started to learn the nitty-gritty of how the library worked and I got to see the behind the scenes and you know I felt I took a lot of pride in making sure that the space was the way it was supposed to be and the books were where they're supposed to be it's a good job yeah it's it's interesting that I, I, I like your idea of completion you know because to me it would be just the opposite um, because with the information services, somebody brings you a problem and you have a definitive answer. Um, we hope. And, and they can walk away with that and that's conclusive. But I, I'm, th I'm thinking, I, I wasn't going to mention this because it's, it's so silly and it dates me. But I think back to Newman on Seinfeld and how he has this freak out moment where he talks about the mail never stops. One goes in, a truck yes. comes out. One goes in, mail goes out. And it's like, um, isn't that true of pages too? That the, the book shell, the, the books to be shelved get shelved. But wait, there's more to shelf, and it never stops because the books get checked out, they get returned. That's true, but that's true of questions, too. <laughs> you may, if you shelve a cart of books, that cart is done, even though there are more coming in. Yeah. Um, I, I was guessing that the, the, the questions would be different each time. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah, there are certainly unique ones and ones that feel finished, but there's a lot of... I feel like that sort of revolving door... Yeah. Um, kind of situation is most prevalent for clerks because as soon as you empty that tub of things that have been turned in, you know, it's already half full again. Yeah. Uh, I, th I, f I feel like with a page you get more of a sense of completion because the, cart the books are usually on a cart. Mm. And so you can just check off that cart. Uh -huh. So that cart is completed. Uh, it's a little bit different. jumping back onto the cart as you're... Right, exactly. <laughs> we really hope that they're not anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, continuing back around the table, we have arrived at Mr. Scott Stone. How about your experience um, in all three of these positions? In the first two weeks as a page, I think, I went down to the youth services section at Corinth. And it was like a Saturday morning, and there was this kid, and he came up to me, and he's like, I'm looking for this book. I was like, okay, let's see if we can find it. And, you know, I was shelving and I was looking around and tried to find it. And I literally pulled it out of the shelf and just looked at it. And I was like, okay, here it is. And I handed it to him. And he held it above his head, turned around to his mom and shouted, they have my book, mom, we can go home now. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm in the right spot. This is going to be cool. <laughs> um, like a superhero. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, that Corinth was my childhood library, so it was cool to sort of, like, be down there as an oh, adult. Cool. And all that. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I used to check out books about Michael J. Fox and World War II airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was the 80s. That dates me. So, yeah. And yeah, then I wasn't born yet, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just caught the Seinfeld thing. Oh, a, yeah, you a while ago. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> On the sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. sure. Uh -huh. um, so that was as a, as a page. That was a page, yeah. And then he became a clerk. clerk. Yeah, and the camaraderie, like that was talking about, you know, that's real palpable, and you're sort of like in it together, and you show up like the Monday after, you know. <laughs> A three-day weekend or Tuesday after a three-day weekend and there's this big pile and you're like well let's get to work <laughs> you know that's pretty fun that's pretty cool um, I got to corral everybody into the basement at Corinth once because we were having a tornado oh. it was like right after Joplin Wow 
Yeah, and I was just like, well, we got to go, and made the decision, and everybody went down, and that was not what I had originally signed up for. And you were doing <laughs> that as a clerk. Mm -hmm. And so that really mm -hmm. it falls on to any staff member. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter the position. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, and then uh, you became an information service. Yeah, 10 years ago, actually. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Special. I. Specialist. I there's not much that I specialize in. It's more of just like information generalist. Yeah, generalist. I was like thinking that, that this good. morning. <laughs> like uh, one of those utility tools or something. It's like, well, the pliers aren't working for this, so get out the screwdriver part or whatever. Swiss Army knife of information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. There was a patron that came in when I first started who was going back to school, and she was probably my mom's age, maybe a little bit older and asked me for some help and I helped her and it was like a Thursday night. And so every Thursday night she would come in over the course of the semester and I you know, was like, how do I upload this and blah, blah, blah. And she's been coming in now since then and we've established a nice rapport. You know, she told me that her husband had passed because he would come in with her uh -huh. and you know, and I still help her with her cell phone and it's cool to establish the relationships like that. You know, I, I tend to think of, you know, you were talking about lifelong learning and what libraries are here for. I, I really enjoy just the service aspect, like just being useful and being helpful to people. I think, because there's, there's hardly any place else where anybody can go and ask the question and just, you know, say, I don't know what I'm doing with this, can you help right. me? I'm like, oh yeah, sure, we can figure it out. I may not know, but we're just sort of walking through it together. So you started out as a superhero with the little boy, <laughs> and now you're a superhero because, honestly, uh, when, you know, you search the internet and you can't find the answer, yeah. w where do you turn? Who do you go to? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm it, glad that libraries are here yeah. because there are folks that will make it their uh point in, what, what am I trying to say? They're, purpose. They're, yeah, yeah, make it their purpose in, in life to find you that answer, and they're not going to quit until they do. And that doesn't end in the building. I mean, Courtney and I were on the Incarcerated Services Committee. You know, we go out and do outreach at the Adult Residential Center in Gardner and the therapeutic community at Gardner. We've got a, a book group down there, wow. and um, we do office hours down there. We make library cards for people. It's, you know, patrons aren't just the people who come into the buildings. That's great. Well, Kristen, how about you? Well, I already jumped in early about being a page, um, which I don't know if I have a one favorite thing about that. Um, how, how long were you in that position? Not very long. I no. think it must have been like seven months. Wow. So, um, and then I've been an information specialist since then. For I've been with the library almost five years. Wow. So... Um, what I what I love about being an information specialist is I get to do a lot of behind-the-scenes things, um, projects, and um, working on our, making sure our services work well. Um, and I've just gotten to learn so much about Johnson County and our different communities and working with different people. So um, you get to I work on um, our database advisory team um, where we have a group of staff from different positions and we look at all of the, the databases and research tools that the library subscribes to and we evaluate them and make sure that they're working for patrons and yeah. um, I've been working a lot on our Home Connect service which is the service that sends books by mail to folks in the community who can't come into our buildings. Um, so those 
those projects are, I think, my favorite thing right now. Very good. Wow. So I think this has been very interesting. What about you? I think it's been fascinating. Yeah. And uh, we encourage all of you out there uh, that are listening to please go to our Facebook page and uh, let us know what other topics you would like to hear about our library that gives you some some inside uh, some some insight on the inside and uh, I think it was an interesting topic that our, our patrons brought up what what are the different what, what do these people do <laughs> and 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 it, it was it wasn't like they're not doing anything. It's like they're 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 like bees or ants. They're they're constantly doing stuff, but but who's the librarian? And so I think uh, I don't know that we shed light on that as much as I feel like we didn't really talk about what librarians do, which is a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have reference librarians who have a special focus area and they'll head a committee of information services staff that all work on that and they'll plan programs and events and things like that. Librarians are in management positions, so they're running the branches. Librarians are in, like you said, collection development, buying and choosing all the different materials that we put on the shelves. Like um, that's, that's all different versions of what a librarian might do. I'm sure there's, other thi- there's a lot of other things. Yeah, and and you know what? I think that leads into a potential topic. Just what are all of the things that librarians do? Yeah, uh, because we did have someone write in, and they wanted to know just how do we go about putting together our programs? Mm. And so that's pretty interesting from just the conception mm-hmm. to having an actual program happen. There's a lot that goes into that. There is, and it can be different based on the audience that we're trying to reach or the topic of conversation or like Kristen and I have been working a lot on our themes where we have a sort of cohesion of message or topic. Sure. And that kind of planning is very different from putting together a story time and that is very different than putting together a dancer who's coming to visit. It's well, we absolutely have more to talk about, but you know what? We've got a podcast, so <laughs> we've got a lot of opportunities to share more insight about your favorite library, the Johnson County Library. Yay. Thank you all for joining us today. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Did we miss a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash jocolibrary. And now, our writer's quote of the day. Winona Thornton here, page at Antioch. And my favorite quote is generally attributed to Groucho Marx, although there appears to be some question as to its actual origin. The quote is, outside of a dog, a book is man's best friend because inside of a dog is too dark to read. It should be noted that sometimes the quote is phrased slightly differently. 
It should be further noted that in the age of e-readers, external illumination may not be necessary for seeing printed text and that perhaps with current technology, it would be possible to read inside of a dog. However, I think that I would prefer to read inside my cat. The hairballs would make for a more cozy environment, don't you think? Happy reading. Bye. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.